What's going on, everybody? My name is Stefan, and I am the owner of Pursuit Health and Performance, and this is the Everyday Pursuit Podcast. Welcome. Man, okay, I'll just let you know, I have not recorded one of these episodes in a while. Um, we did fall behind a little bit just because I actually run an online and in-person coaching business, so a real pretty successful company. So this podcast is, it's a passion project, but sometimes, you know, life happens and we fall behind. However, I'm going to start doing these once a week, um, batching them just so they're, they're kind of out and you guys can continue to get good content. But this episode, I'm actually really excited to chat with you about because I want to, I want to talk about money and I know I run a fit, a fitness business and you guys probably watch this podcast. All right, let me adjust my mic here a little bit. Um, I know you guys probably watch this podcast or listen to this podcast specifically for fitness. And I get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some knowledge bombs, but specifically in this episode, I want to talk about how fitness, okay, and th- specifically the mindset around it has helped me build pretty pretty good financial wealth, okay? And at least from the guys and gals that I talk to, like who doesn't want to be fit and successful, right? And I, and I think when I look at success, you know, you might not say, oh, I don't measure success by money. I, I agree. But it is a contributor, right? Like, I, I mean, I think in Western society and your values are your own values, but it would be pretty challenging to look at somebody that is fit and that's a good dad and a good husband and like real broke, like, you know, barely be able to pay bills and be like, that person's super successful, you know, and, and same thing when I personally, when I look at somebody and I look at somebody that is really financially successful, but they're like out of shape and they have a broken marriage. I literally, I'm like, yeah, the dude's crushing it in business, but like, that's not successful to me. So not that you have to be perfect in every area, but I look at like, look, I, number one's my, my health, which is relationship health and my physical health. Like that is first before money for sure. But at the same time, why can't you do it all? And I used to think you couldn't. I grew up in a very blue collar family. Um, and in, I, I don't know what episode it was a few episodes ago, I told my origin story. That's like a pretty long episode, but if you want to know everything about me, go listen to that one. Um, and I, I grew up with no entrepreneurs, no business people in my family whatsoever. My parents, I love them. They never really talked to me about business, finance, money. All they said is don't get credit cards. They're bad, blah, 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 blah. You know, like there was no really financial coaching. And so I had to figure everything out on my own, which I'm glad I, I did, honestly. Uh, I'm teaching my son a little bit different and some generational stuff, but I just think my, my dad didn't know. And this isn't a whole origin story. I'm just giving you guys kind of a background of, of why I feel that fitness helped me actually get to a successful place. And, and I'm going to kind of tell you how it started. So I think fitness for me has always been something that I've enjoyed. Yes, I have that blessing for most people. They're like, I don't like the gym or whatever. I've been an athlete my whole life. So the exercise portion came easy. But here's the thing. I always associated a jock with somebody that was kind of dumb. You know, honestly, I'm like, oh yeah, you're you're in good shape and you're a meathead, but you're stupid. And I also knew just from like, I don't know, society that like the, those, you know, and there's movies, the movies even do it. They're like, if you watch the movie Nerds, it's like all these super rich, successful guys and the jocks used to pick them are losers now, right? So even society and Hollywood and everything paints that picture. So for a long time growing up, I was like, well, if I'm fit, I can be fit and I'm good looking and I feel confident and I, I feel phys- like physically and mentally good when I work out. But 
I can't work out like and be smart and be successful. Like that's not, that's not me. That's not meant for me. And I used to think super little of myself, which I am 180 degrees different now. Um, and so growing up, you know, I, I, I didn't care about business, but I knew I was a hard worker and, and sports and working out was a big contributor. I started lifting weights when I was 15 and getting into wrestling, which was probably the best thing I've ever done in my life because it was really, really hard if you've ever done wrestling or any martial arts. And I knew I was pretty tough, but that really, really tested me, like legit tested me more than I ever thought that I could be tested. Um, and again, though, I was like, okay, so I'm tough. I'm physically tough. But how do I transition like me being a hard worker to success? Well, then when I joined the military, I was like, all right, here we go. This is it. Like, I'm really physically fit. As soon as I joined, they made me a PTL, which is a physical training leader, all this stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, this is, this is it. This is going to help my career. In fact, I would say me being fit in a way hurt, not hurt my career, but I was socially unaccepted in my specific squadron in the military. Nothing against the guys. They were great guys, but I worked with a lot of mechanics and they were very unhealthy. And I was like the only like bro meathead lifter that ate his chicken, broccoli and rice and went to the gym mostly there was a couple other people, but most of the people were actually really unhealthy. So I kind of didn't fit in. So again, I'm like, oh, okay, well, man, I thought that was going to turn out well. Now here's the thing. I was a really hard worker and between sports and me working out and taking probably four years to four to five, four or five years of weight training before I went in the military, I learned routine and dedication. And that's why when I was going to join the military, I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be freaking easy. And that part was, but I still didn't know how to like correlate and translate into business. Okay. And, and the story behind this matters because you, you might relate to it, or if, if you're not, you can shut off the episode. But, um, I really just like, didn't, I didn't like hit a stride. Then when I started to like take college courses and pass them and do well, I started to have a little bit of belief that like, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm like not super dumb. I mean, there's definitely things even now in business that I'm not good at, um, and there is two different types of intelligence. There's like street smart and there's book smarts and there's like backend stuff and there's sales and there's marketing. Like there's so many niches that I didn't know about. But during that time, I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not that great in school. Um, so I guess I'm not that smart. You know, I'll, I'll be lucky to make something where I make like $50,000, $60,000 a year. That's like a really good paying job. There's nothing wrong with that income. I never thought I would make like decent money. I was like, oh, if I, you know, maybe when I'm, when I'm like 50, I'll make what my dad makes when he was making like pretty, pretty good. I think like 150, $170,000 a year at the end of his career. And my dad was, uh, sorry to put you on blast that was crushing it compared to everybody in my family. And I'm like, dude, if I could get there, like, I just thought it was this kind of unattainable thing. My dad, again, didn't have a lot of like education going for him, but he was a really hard worker. He was good at his job. He was very loyal, very dedicated, showed up early, like his, his repetitions. I, I grew up seeing this. The fact that he went to work and just day in and day out and put in the repetitions, he got promotions and he had no college degree, nothing. And that's hard to do nowadays, but he made it up to a very, very high position working for a state company doing just grinding just day in and day out and day in and down, putting in work and putting in work and putting in work. And so I think that with a combination of like who I was at or who I am at the core I'm like, okay, so I'm not maybe the smartest tool in the shed or sharpest tool in the shed. Uh, you know, I'm definitely not the smartest person in the room. Maybe I can 
maybe I can sit there and use what skills I have to, to make me more successful. And all I knew was to work hard. And so I worked hard, I worked hard, I worked hard, I worked hard. And honestly, that hard work got me through a lot of things. It got me through college because I, I, I think at that point, I felt like I was emotionally like maturing a little bit. And I know it sounds weird. I was like 20, like, gosh, how old was I when I graduated college? Uh, 29. So, you know what I mean? I graduated college late. I started late because I joined the military and then went to college. And for me, I, I think the biggest thing was like getting little wins. And I, I've done posts and talked about this before, but I'll reiterate is like, you know, taking a class and getting an A and I was like, oh shit, like I can do this. I'm not stupid. Like an A in a college class. Like I thought that was out of the uh, realm for me, honestly, guys. Um, and you know, I, 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 the, the hard work definitely catapulted me and it got me through a lot. But then I even realized like, I can't work a million miles an hour forever. I had some medical scares and some things where I just like all gas, no break, burn myself out. Um, even now I still struggle with that because I am a grinder. I am a grinder and I'm a hard worker if it's something I'm passionate about. And so I think the things that helped me was understanding how, and, and I literally went through this conversation. I would drive 40 minutes almost from North Scottsdale in Arizona, all the way down to downtown ASU campus for my going to school for exercise science. And I listened to these podcasts and I first started listening to Andy Frisella, shout out. He's the CEO of First Form. And I just listened to every episode and some that I liked over and over and over. And like the common reoccurring theme is like, and he would say this as funny as like, there's people that are like literally idiots. Like they don't know the difference between your, your, and your, or, or there and there. And they're like multimillionaires. And I'm like, no way. And I, really it's like, they get good at one skill and they just do it. They do it regardless of how they feel. They just show up every day and they just basically outwork all the people that are smarter. And here's the thing, the people that are smarter in general are a little bit lazier. And it's per perceived effort. It's not because they're a lazy person, but they're like, I don't have to try as hard. I'm smart. I have this going for me. I saw that with my sister and some other people where they didn't have to try as hard, but I think it also breeds a little bit of laziness. So I've, I thought I was dumb. So I, I had to freaking work hard and uh, it, it served me. But here's where, here's where it really got cool. Okay. And here's where it's going to tie into fitness. Drum roll, please. I realized that with working out, basically the rules were the same for financial success. I needed to be passionate so I could continue some positive motivation or positive um, momentum, right? I needed to keep some type of motivate, like something to motivate me in the gym, like a new goal, getting my biceps bigger, getting more abs, doing, you know, doing a fitness event, doing this. Like I had to have something to keep me wanting to do it or I never was going to do it. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so, so I got to do that. And then the biggest thing, and I'm going to talk about this. So the day I die is just, I realized that with fitness, I just took kind of my temporary emotions for at least a, a X period of time and just set them to a side, set them aside. And was like, you know what? I, I don't really care how I feel. I'm going to the gym. Why? Because I need to go to the gym because I want the results regardless if I'm tired or whatever, like I'm going. And that's really hard at first, but after like a year and two years and three years and five years, it becomes part of who you are. And there's, there's not this mental battle of like, Oh, I got to go to the gym. In fact, 
it's the complete opposite. You feel weird when you don't go. And when, when you really step outside and you look at it, like it used to be this thing, right? Working out, that was a chore to me. I didn't like it. It was hard. Like, yeah, I did it, but like, I didn't like it. And I can kind of complain about it. And I always felt like if something came up, I would miss the gym. And I, and I, I always felt really guilty when I missed it. Cause I knew I was supposed to go, but I always missed it. And it was this vicious cycle of like, oh, I know I need to go. Oh, I'm too bad. I'm tired. And I didn't go. And then the next day I felt bad. Uh, almost like the drinking cycle that I used to have where I just got drunk in the weekends when I was in the military and get hung over. I'm not going to drink again. I feel terrible. Just do it again. Right. People live this vicious cycle. And if you do it long enough, the cycle actually stops. It's not easy. you got to break it. But then it got to the point where I'm like, I actually like working out. In fact, if I don't work out, I feel abnormal. Like it's part of who I am. And I just realized that like, Wow. And after listening to these podcasts and getting educated and Alex Ramosi, if you don't know who he is, he's a really big entrepreneur that owns tons of gyms and gym launch. And, you know, he's big in the fitness space and entrepreneurial space now. And he's like, all you have to do is just do something for so long that it would be so, it would be basically like, I'm going to butcher this, but stupid to not be successful. Like if you do something for 20 or 30 years, just by time-wise, unless you're just completely miserable, you'll just beat out all the competition. You just do it. Because what happens at different levels, and this is anywhere in career, it's not just entrepreneurship. People give up, right? And now you might say, well, people don't give up. I've been working with this guy for 20 years. No, no, no. He probably is not working at the same capacity he did the first two years he worked there. I mean, think how hungry you were the first year in your new job or career versus now, right? So people are kind of giving up a little bit. And most people, if you're a business owner and watching this too, this kind of helped me. And whether I was working for a company or not, number one, I had to like find a goal. Okay. Right. Just like fitness. I'm like, okay, this is literally the same. Find a goal, find something that drives me and motivates me. If you're in a, a nine to five or have a career, maybe it's a promotion, maybe it's a position or a title or uh, some type of like performance indicator, like, oh, we're going to do this or business, right? You should have something you're working towards. If you if you just go and you fill a position, your life's going to be miserable. I really do believe that. I think that you're not going to feel like you're doing anything of, of value for most people. Now, if you're like the people that we work with, veterans, first responders, medical professionals, those people, you do have a goal. Your goal is your patient or the person you're saving or the person you're helping. Like, again, that is good. You know, it doesn't have to be a financial thing, but hopefully you have some financial goals too. Like I want to make chief. I want to do this eventually, right? If you do so good at your job. Now, the, those people, the first responders and medical professionals, I think tend to be a little more passionate about, you know, than somebody else, but maybe not. Regardless of your passion, you need to be passionate. You need to be successful. You need to be like motivated to be successful. So that was easy. I was like, cool. So I'm just going to find big goals and continuously have them and then as soon as I hit them or right before I hit them, I just set a new goal. I've been doing that with fitness for 10 years. Easy enough. Um, and then basically from there, I'm just like, okay, so now you need to do the hardest part and you need to show up and you need to work basically all day, every day. And you need to sacrifice some of the areas in your life for just a short period of time, not forever, but just for a period of time. I mean, it's longer than shorter. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. And and the thing is like, what, what is the worst that can come? And honestly, I'll be really just vulnerable with you guys. For me, the only area that I was willing to give up was like my social life and my friends. And as sad as this may seem, I don't have friends. I basically have zero friends. 
And, uh, you know, people look at me, oh, it's unhealthy. I, I really don't care at this point in my life because I'm trying to build an empire and I'm trying to do something different in the fitness industry that other people really haven't done well. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are crushing it, but as far as my vision, and even if they do, I want to be just as good or better than them. And I'm very hungry and I'm very determined. And I feel like God has blessed me with the gift of talking. What do you know? Um, the gift of like sales and coaching. So I'm like, why am I going to let these go to waste? I like working. I literally go to bed thinking about work and my head coach, Bryce, my COO, he same way, wait and I, and I get excited to wake up so I can work again. Now it hasn't always been like that, but for this job it is. So I was like, boom, I need to be in that state because I don't want to work 12 to 18 hours a day six days a week. And that's what I've been doing since I started this business. Basically a lot of times, seven days a week, even on my day off, I work three or four hours and you might be like, that's so unhealthy. That's so unbalanced. Well, um, it's up to you and your life. The only thing that to me that is unbalanced would be my social life. And I'm okay. I had that conversation with myself. I was like, you know what? I, I think when, when, when they say, oh, 98% of bi small businesses fail in the first three years, whatever that metric is, I don't give a shit about that. First of all, I'm like, cool, let them fail and I'll be the 1%, okay? So you have to have that mindset. It's all or nothing. Like I will not fail, okay? I've a PS or side note, I've also been really blessed with having good employees, but that's also me being a good owner and hiring A plus players. Um, and our coaches are absolutely amazing. So yes, I feel gr gratitude and blessed and like, very, very blessed. But I also do take ownership of that because I'm putting people in the positions that they need to be in. Okay. Now back on track. Um, so again, I'm like, man, this, this is going to help me because fitness is staying fit or like getting in really good shape. Like I, you know, I did fitness modeling, getting in that shape or even the shape I'm in now and keeping it. It's not easy. A lot of people say it's a full-time job, but it's not a full-time job forever. Like, yeah, getting in fitness model shape or being super ripped that is a lot of work. But once you get in pretty darn good shape, it's actually a lot less work. And I realized that and I knew that and I was like, wow, business is the same way. If I can sit there and basically say for the next five years of my life, most of my emotional effort and my heart and soul is going to be poured into this business. Does that mean I'm neglecting my wife and my children? No. Does that mean I'm neglecting my family and my faith? No, that's not it. But I'm going to tell you, most of my mental energy, and I'm sure my wife partially hates it, uh, is like goes towards business. I had to be a really good communicator and have constant conversations with them about how my day is going and what I need from them and what they need from me because I'm in this freaking office all day, every day, and it's okay because also I've seen things come to fruition. I'm like, I want to hit this goal. Boom, hit it or surpass it. I want to hit this goal. Then I started to get so, and this isn't me tooting my own horn. I'm just showing you how it works. Then I started getting so good that other people wanted my help, other business owners, other salespeople. And now I've opened up this whole other door to success just because literally this is how I think. I'm maybe weird. Just because I'm like, oh, well, this is actually not that bad. This is just kind of how I do fitness. Like that's literally what I thought. And that's still how I think. Now business gets a little more convoluted, the bigger it grows, but I'm just like, it doesn't matter, bro. I'll wake up at 5, 5.30 every day and just basically drink my coffee and start working. And I'll work all day long until my body, my brain starts to be like, yeah, you can't operate too much anymore. You need to get off work. Now, I don't, again, 
as far as like the balance thing, I'm not telling you to go do that. That's completely your choice if you're starting a business. But I knew that I I have self-doubt. I'm a normal person. And I had to, I had to just literally put my blinders on and just focus so freaking much that until the business got to a certain point where I'm like, oh, okay, I can finally step back a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And really over the past four or five months, I mean, I keep myself still extremely busy, but I do have the choice to kind of back off, back off. And I do have more of a balanced lifestyle and I do have more freedom. Was it worth it? A thousand percent, a thousand, a million percent. I would have never done my life different. I'm so grateful and blessed to be where I am. And every day in our, in our community, we're seeing people just crush their goals, change their lives. I get to meet in-person clients. Got to meet a guy yesterday. I lost 37 pounds in four months. It's like, dude, it's so good to meet you. Cause you know, I'm not in the gym all the time. My coaches are and like, dude, we're doing something. And I am like, I, I feel like I have a purpose on this earth. And besides the financial, besides being, you know, in a better place financially, man, I'm just like fired up to work every day. And my team is too. They love it. And, you know, I, again, like I, I see people and I'll tell you real life examples. I've seen at least 20 people I can think of that have done our program. And, you know, what we do is they're, you know, they're on their custom program. And as soon as they start getting like some pretty good physical results, they build confidence and the confidence gets them to do what I did, you know, which is basically number one, believe in themselves because a lot of people don't, right? A lot of people are really smart, probably smarter than me, probably more skilled than me, probably better than me, but they just don't take the chance because all the what ifs and they're very fearful. And when they can like invest in a program, which is, you know, can be scary and do it and fall through with the coach. I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know. And then they do it. They're like, oh shit. Like when I'm scared and I take the leap and I have a good gut feeling about it, obviously they invest in the program and I can actually see things through and it's good. Okay. So when I'm going to take this other job or this promotion, it's the same feeling. I'm telling you life is not that much different in all these different areas. You can kind of just apply a principle to one area and use it. I, that's what I did. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I did it wrong, but I look at that. I, I think as far as like business now, some of it's really complicated and over my head. Uh, you know, I'm not the smartest book. Uh, you know, I, I just, again, I'm not, I'm not actually, you know, what's crazy too. And why I made this, I'm not like a business person. I mean, maybe my coach is going to listen to this or my head coach and laugh at this because he's very business savvy. There's certain things within business I'm a killer at and I know it, but there's other things that just, I'm not a business person. But what I am is I'm a really hard worker and I'm very passionate and I'm very dedicated. And that is exactly what the transfer of fitness does. You have to be passionate. You have to be dedicated. You have to be a hard worker. You have to look for the reasons to do instead of not to do. You have to take your bullshit excuses and be basically be like, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like it, but I also don't care I'm doing it. Those are things that are going to make you successful in your career, whether you own a business or you work somewhere. I, I promise you. And if you can do it with fitness and you can get hot and sweaty and physically uncomfortable, you can get mentally uncomfortable, right? Because when you're physically uncomfortable, if you go do like intervals on the assault bike and the rower, and you're just like huffing and puffing. You feel like you're leaving your soul on the ground. I'm telling you, like, I think there's some transfer. You're like, dude, that was mentally, I wanted to like stop and give up. 
me being at a desk all day doing business shit, it's bore sometimes it's boring. But like, dude, if, if I can go like completely kill myself, I could go do this. I mean, that that's also a way that I looked at it. Because I'm telling you, the the most stressed, busy time in my life is when I was going to college. I had so much homework. I had my son. Um, at the time, my wife was my girlfriend and then fiance for some of it. I was working part-time. I was trying to get in like the best shape possible to do fitness modeling. I mean, bro, I was on grind mode. I was like going to school and back here and to work and blah, blah, blah. And I work a lot now, but that was just like all over the place. And literally every time you complete something hard, you have confidence that you can do more. That's another transfer of fitness. You're like, I want to lose 50 pounds. And you have all this self-doubt, a ton of it. Can I do it? If I lose it, can I keep it off? Will I actually listen to my coach? Will I actually fall through with the program? Will I fall off the wagon like I did before? Self-doubt, 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 self-doubt. And then you do it. And then you're like, holy crap, I can do hard shit. Like I could do this. I can do the hard stuff. Oh, like I knew I, I, I kind of like knew I could do it, but like now I know I could do it. Like there's actually not really a doubt in my mind. And you got to think somebody that's super self-doubt, boom, 180. And they're like, I'm a badass. I swear to God, I was seeing that mental shift with people. And I, I know it affects other areas of their lives. We talk to them all day, better marriage, better sex life, better career, right? Obviously we're talking about finances, but it, it, it goes everywhere. So for me, I knew that when I worked out, I was more sharp. I was way more confident and not just because I looked sexy. That's not it. I'm like, this is hard and I don't want to do it, but I did it anyways. And that, okay, that box right there, that process makes you super confident because you go, yeah, it's hard, but it doesn't matter if things are hard or easy or medium. I get shit done. I literally believe that. Like, you know, I, I, again, I used to have a lot of self-doubt. I basically have zero self-doubt now. Like I know where my business is going unless I die or get some like crazy illness or get paralyzed or whatever. I have no doubt that I will continue to be extremely successful at what I do. I say that with a hundred percent conviction. I would be shocked and have a heart attack if I did it. That much confidence did not used to exist. I've built it by getting super uncomfortable, just doing it anyways. And like, it doesn't feel good. It feels icky. It feels scary. And I do it. And I try really hard and not everything I crush, but a lot of things I do really well in because I'm like, dude, just blinders. Like, oh, I'm just putting all my freaking effort into this. Nothing else basically matters, which again, side note, you got to take care of your life stuff. Okay. I'm not just saying eat, breathe and sleep fitness, but you're like most of my energy, screw Netflix, screw PlayStation. I'm not going out and drinking with my friends. Like this is all I'm doing. If you're to just dedicate six months to a year, which I know sounds like a long time, you would probably get yourself in such a good mental place where number one, your results would be easier to keep the rest of your life. And I know that's true because people do it in our program every year, first of all. And second of all, I know that it's possible because I do it. It's, it's, not, it's not confusing. If, if you want to crush it more in business, start be working out more. Start being more fit. Start being more organized. If you're weighing out your food and you're prepping your food, guess what that teaches you? Organization. If you're working out when you don't want to and you're tired and sore, what guess what it teaches you? Grit and to disconnect emotionally so you can get things done and be a freaking task-oriented beast and an operator. Those are things you need in business, right? Like having goals and accomplishing them so you feel passionate and you feel momentum. 
Like I know my, like I, this is a true statement. I think if I stopped working out tomorrow and I took a month off, I think my earning potential would drop drastically in one month. I do. We just had two of our biggest months ever. And I think it would just start going downhill. Uh, even if I tried the same, I just think my brain wouldn't work the same. I would feel less confident. I wouldn't show up to calls with people with as much conviction. It would be not good. Okay. I've worked in the industries of fitness for a long time and believe it, believe me, there's fitness people that aren't fit. I used to work for, I'm not, I'm not going to throw this person on the bus, but a gym franchise in Phoenix and the owner was not in good shape and uh, maybe super confident because he owned a lot of locations and all that, whatever. But I, but I saw how he operated. And I think if this dude would have been actually fit that owned gyms, he would have crushed it. I do probably a really smart guy, but I could tell that that like was weighing down on him because he had a belly and he was overweight and he owned gyms. Okay. I've seen other people in the military that are really fit and, and they show up and they, they carry themselves different. You guys see this every day in society. So another thing that's crazy is your self-perceived worth and value goes up. Okay. You start viewing yourself kind of like a badass. And you might say, oh, you should be humble and you should be cocky. There's a fine line. And Joe Rogan says it best. You should be a warrior in a garden, right? Like you should be somewhere where you're an absolute animal killer that's going to rip somebody's head off if you have to, but you hope you never have to use it. And so I found a balance where when I'm doing these or when I'm at work and I'm serious, I'm pretty intense, dude, if you can't tell. And I mean serious business, but I'm also pretty chill. Do you actually hang out with me? I'm actually pretty quiet. I, I know that sounds weird. I'm actually more monotone and quiet outside of work. Don't show like a whole lot of emotion, not in a bad way. I just like, I don't know. I'm just like a pretty chill dude. I don't get super angry. Um, I don't know. I like people. I don't really have a lot of things against other people. Oh, I just am pretty happy. Like that's me. I'm pre I'm pretty chill. But then I also want to be able to flip a switch and just just make shit happen. And I think a lot of people don't have that switch. And I'm telling you right now, like fitness has helped me because I see it too with other really good fitness coaches, not even in my company, with their own fitness journey. They're like pretty chill, and then they go lift, and they're like a beast. And they get off and they're like hanging out, but they flip that switch when they train. And I know that they also have that switch when they go to work. Boom, it's work time. Let's go. And I had that in the military big time. I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm on duty. This is serious, blah, blah, blah. And I'd get off work and hang out and play games, whatever. So, I mean, there's so many different things that fitness will transfer over. Um, I think that if I had the same set of skills, but I didn't have the same mindset, I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't have this company. I really do believe that. Um, and I, I, I will say this. I probably put a lot more time and effort into this business than I have fitness over the last couple of years. But don't think for a second that I still don't train hard. I train five to six days a week for 90 minutes, sometimes more. I'm in the gym. I'm putting it in. I don't miss time. I just went on vacation and worked out almost every day. Nobody else went to the gym with me. I'm taking a freaking lift in the morning to go to the gym. I'm getting it in and I'm still operating a business and I still have a family and a wife and employees and all that. So I'm not saying that to boast or to compare necessarily, but just so you guys know how busy I am. A lot of these younger fitness influencers, they don't have shit. They're literally just like, oh, it's just me and my girlfriend. And they have no responsibilities besides that. 
and they're like, ah, just work out all the time and eat whatever. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, there's nothing against those people. I know them and some of them are awesome trainers, but I'm like, but bro, you don't have kids. You don't have this life. You don't, you know, you don't have this and this and this, like, how do you manage it? And I used to think that it was un, like undoable, right? Like you can't do it. It's impossible. But I've had a kid literally most of my lifting career since 19 years old, because my son just turned 13 and I've been steady. I've been doing it. There's been no issues. I don't take, you know what I mean? Like I'm good. I'm staying in shape. And again, it didn't really matter what landed in my path. Cause I will say this, I've done well at everything that I've done. Um, just being transparent. Like I, you know, and again, I'm not trying to be cocky. I just, I really have. And I always look at it in that mindset. And it started with fitness because even when I did other things, I had no confidence, like call, call it, or I, I guess finishing the military, even though the military brought some confidence, I really wasn't like super, super confident. I mean, I think going in and not knowing how to work on aircraft and then learning it in like six months. And I was like, never thought I could that build, built, built some confidence. Then obviously taking some college courses and then actually graduating college. And then even when I graduated college and I went to work for a project management company, I had no experience in telecommunications. I was a freaking trainer and they hired me off of a reference shout out, Sam. And it was a great job and I crushed it and I did really well just because I was a hard worker. I had grit. I showed up. I was hungry. I was humble. I was willing to learn. And so my characteristics were really positive from sports and training and working out that it didn't matter what I got put in. I was going to do well. That's That was my mindset. Like, yeah, anything that I do, I'll do well. At. I mean, there, maybe there's some things that I would struggle with, but I think I'll excel. I think I'll be towards the top. I really truly believe that. But that was only because I put in so many hours into the gym and breaking through the fear and breaking through the self-doubt and building the confidence that it didn't matter. I remember my interview very clearly. And I was like, look, hey, you know, you got to sell yourself an interview, right? I'm like, look, I, I don't have a lot of experience in this. But what I can tell you is every single thing I've done, I've done really well at. Um, I am a high performer. I'm a leader and I'm an accelerator. And uh, if you put me in this position, like, I'm, I'm going to do well. If I don't, if I don't do well, fire me, please. Like if I'm not performing, I want you to, not, you didn't even have to call me. You can just like text me like you're fired. And I knew, and that is not easy to do, but I was just like, okay, man, I put my, the noose around my neck. I got to perform. And I purposefully put myself in these like corners where I had to do really, really, really well because I wanted everything. I, I needed that pressure. And some people don't do well with that much pressure. I do pretty good with more pressure. I seem to become more competitive. Um, and so again, even when I started this business, I took huge financial leaps and put myself in what most people would say is a not smart position financially. And I've made so many big, big investments in this business. Like if you would ask me three years ago, Stefan, are you, would you ever invest this much or do this or get a business coach? But I'll be like, hell no, hell no. That's dude. That's like a half a year salary. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, you know what I mean? And I've done it all again. It's, it's just because I've built up that thing. And I, I, I think fitness is going to continue to evolve for me, but I've, again, it, it's, uh, autopilot mode now too, which is really cool. So I would say for the past like four or five years, my fitness has kind of been in the same zone, but I don't need it to nest. I mean, I have fitness goals, but I don't need the mental part to get better. It's I'm already that person. I'm already that person. Now 
I've kind of wrung out the towel of like everything I'm going to get from fitness. I know some people as they get older, they're like, got to do an Ironman and I got to do this. And they really want to challenge themselves. And that's badass. And that's really cool. And maybe I'll do that in the future. But right now I'm like, okay, I've challenged myself so much with fitness. What can I, okay, cool. I've done that. I've done a lot in the industry. What can I use from what I learned to challenge myself and things I didn't like business and finances and being successful. And this is just the beginning for me, literally. And that is exciting. That's exciting. So if you guys feel like you're just not where you want to be in your career, not where you want to be financially, if you're not in the shape you want and you don't feel pretty, you don't have to be a 10 out of 10, but if you don't feel pretty freaking confident, if you don't like can't look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm, I'm really happy with who I am. Like I look good. I feel good. I'm a good person. There's, you know, some internal work, which we could talk about on another episode, but like, I'm happy with who I am. I'm a good person. Not, I mean, we're all, we're all at fault, right? We're nobody's perfect, but just really being super confident with who you are and your skills and your abilities and also knowing your weaknesses. If you can't get to that point, you better get there because you'll never be super financially successful without that. I mean, I've, Maybe I'm full of it. I'm sure there's outliers in every situation, but 99% of the people that I've met that crush it, they're all pretty freaking similar, at least in some characteristics. And it is the grit. It is a little bit of willing to like flip on a switch and the grind. It is, if they don't have that, if that's not like their strong suit, they're really, really good at one thing, which again, that is fitness because they're they're putting so much time and effort into one skill set that they become experts. And you can do that. You can, I'm going to just be really good at flexibility, mobility. I'm going to be really good at strength training. Like you can still use that like time and dedication. It takes years and years and years and years to craft a really good physique, right? If you're not abusing steroids. Um, so again, these people are practicing over and day in and day out and going to years of school and all this stuff. It's all the same guy not super complicated. At least, you know, that's how, that's how I've viewed it my whole life. So, you know, I, I hope this episode resonates with you. I hope you got some value out of it. I promise you, I, I see the mental and lifestyle shift in our clients every day, every day. I've seen it in myself. Um, I've seen it in people that are not fit and not confident do 180s. Legitimately. And the thing too is maybe money is not super important to you. So I'm going to drop this too. Um, I think mental health is a really, really prevalent thing in 2023. Suicides and everything we have going on with the US. And I think people's mental health since COVID has never been the same. The number one thing you can do to help your mental health without getting on medication, without seeing a psychiatrist, not saying don't do it, but is to work out consistently. I don't know a lot of people that train five to six days a week, which you don't need to train six days a week, but I don't know a lot of people that train five or six days a week that are depressed. I just don't because the, the people that are depressed, they're like too depressed to go to the gym. Okay. I get it. And clinical depression is a whole nother thing. And it's not me shitting on you. It's just, I, I don't see it. I see the people that train and work out, they go. And then the thing too, is you're actually releasing chemicals in your brain you're actually feel good. It's like getting a legit high, like drinking a beer or smoking a cigarette. To me, it's like the same. And I feel good and I get my post-workout hit and I want it every day. Why would I want to go without it? 
well, the only reason we go without alcohol and cigarettes and drugs is there's all these super negative effects and you come down from it and you feel like crap. Exercise is literally the opposite. You just feel better. You just get healthier. You just live longer. So even if you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at in my career, do it for your mental health. Because you're going, I mean, you, if you've been around a while, you're going to know that life might be chill right now and you feel like you don't need to get better or become more tough or mentally resilient. But life punches you in the face when you're least expect it. And sometimes when you're down, it also punches you in the face and also spits on you and you know, so on and so forth. So for me, I'm like, okay, cool. I want to become not, not hardened. Again, I want to be a, a good person, a loving person, but I also want to be able to be an absolute freaking animal warrior when I need to be. Not just from a physical standpoint, right? Not just, I can fight off anybody, but also from a mental standpoint. Because if I had to go through some stuff with my family or whatever, or somebody died or whatever, I need to have enough resiliency in my brain to bounce back. It doesn't mean I'm not going to feel emotions. It's not that I'm going to brush it off. No, I'm going to fully experience everything that I need to experience and go through all those emotions, but I ain't going to let it keep me down. And I see trauma keep people down so, so much in my field because I talk to people about uh, abuse, divorce, death, all this stuff, and it just ruins them. It just ruins them. They're not mentally resilient. And, you know, I'm telling you, like the going and being physically fit, it just builds a general mental resilience. I do think people handle certain trauma and certain things a lot better. No, working out is not the end all be all solution to that. But I could tell you right now that if, if I'm just more of like a calm person, more confident, just a little more collected, I feel like I have a better grasp on my life. I feel like more confident and more control. No matter what happens, I'm dealing with that better than the person that doesn't have those attributes, 100%. So again, my, my thing is you got you to gotta do something. You want to be successful financially. You want to be better mental health. Go freaking work out, be on a routine, get in shape. Uh, hopefully this episode was helpful. If you guys are watching this on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching it, if you could like and subscribe, uh, that would be awesome. Also, if you go to our social media, mine is Stefan Coons underscore fit. So S-T-E-F-A-N-K-U-N-Z underscore fit. That's my Instagram handle. And you click the link in the bio. You can apply for coaching. Uh, I highly suggest booking up a call if this even resonated with you at all and you want to freaking level up your life. Because getting a coach and getting in shape um, is an, it, for our clients at least because we work with our clients for quite a while is a thing that lasts way longer than they're in the program with us. And if not, then we didn't do it right. right? If you train with us a year, I hope it doesn't just last a year. I hope the skills and what you built mentally and physically last you 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. That's what I want with my company. And that's part of the reason we've been success successful. So appreciate it, guys. I love you. Keep watching these episodes. Share it if you feel like it's valuable. And we'll talk to you next time.